You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Welcome back. Beck QL Daily presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday, about 20 minutes from now. Lightning bets here for uh, tonight. Looking ahead to the NFL Week 18 and helping us do that. Joe Osborne of Oddstart joining the show. Joe, welcome back. Happy to talk. And let's dive into it. We know what the biggest topic of the week is. Forget the games. We'll get to those. Rodgers, Brady, I'm not going to ask you to go... uh, hub on us or call anyone a bum but let me ask you this <laughs> do you think this is a slam dunk but you know take personal bias for some voters aside if that exists it probably does um do you think it should be a slam dunk aaron Rodgers, or do you think this is more still open because we were talking about on the show this week uh joe i mean tom brady could finish with more than 1000 yards more passing yards sure. than, than, than uh than rogers i i think it's rogers but i don't believe it's a slam dunk how about you yeah, I wish I did have a hot take for you, but I do think it is a slam dunk. You know, Rodgers is the best player on the best team. And if the voters have any credibility whatsoever, they have to see that, right? And the stats that I can't get away from, Rodgers has 35 touchdown passes to just four interceptions. And he's completing passes at 68.6%. So that is pretty damn good, right? Meanwhile, you look at Tom Brady, he's had a couple bad games, right? He had two separate games with two interceptions in each of those and uh he plays in more of a pass heavy offense too so you know that is what he is doing is impressive but that's why he is thrown for more yards so yeah absolutely if the definition of an mvp you know the best player on the best team aaron Rodgers, 100 percent in my opinion uh, Joe, so we're going to talk about the NFL, not Ozark and how Ruth is one of the greatest characters of all time. <laughs> uh, yeah, very, very excited to see that uh, the next season is coming up soon. I, your Dolphins are interesting this week. Mm. And, you know, you're not going to get what you were hoping for. Um, but, hey, they bounce back after a rough start. So terrific job there. This matchup is interesting. Now, everybody's talking about the Patriots side because – they could still win the division. They need a lot of help. They need a lot of luck there, but there's some possibility. There's the angle of, is Belichick going to be scoreboard watching, seeing what's Mm -hmm. happening in the Bills game? And then with your squad, they play so much better in the second half of the season, but the line keeps on climbing. We're up to six and a half, and the Patriots, even when they had Brady, terrible history down in Miami. You know, last nine years, I believe they're only two and seven. You know this better than us. Um, your Dolphins have pulled off the upset a number of times. And then we also have the angle of teacher versus student. With sure. I, I, I think it's going to be a good one. Uh, that's a lot of points. 
Yeah, I'll take Miami to cover that number. And Flores has been pretty decent versus uh, Belichick. And I wouldn't be surprised to see this one be similar to what we saw in week one of the season. Very low scoring game that did go right down to the wire that Miami did end up winning. They probably should have lost that game. But I just think, uh, you know, the recency bias of that ugly, ugly, ugly loss, you know, that pathetic loss that the Dolphins had in Tennessee with everything on the line, you know, that measure and stick game. So I think people, you know, they're judging them too harshly on that. And a lot of people work it into their mind uh, for a lot of these games is, uh, well, this team has nothing to play for this week, so I'm going to take the team that does have more to play for. I don't like that mindset for the final week of the season. You have to keep in mind here that there's a handful of players on every single team that has incentives worked into their contract to go over a certain number of yards, catches, tackles, whatever it may be. You have impending free agents looking to make a final impression. You have coaches on coaching staffs looking to get a promotion or trying not to get fired. And these are professional athletes, you know. They're not going to come out. In some situations, yeah, we probably will see some teams take their foot off the gas, but you're kind of just guessing who that might be. So, yeah, I think Miami can keep this one tight in a low-scoring game. You can follow him on Twitter at JTF Oz, and I thoroughly enjoy the trash talk between you and Jill Gallant. You tweeted <laughs> uh, recently, why is Baltimore favored by five and a half over the Steelers on Sunday? And we were just discussing it. You got to be on the Steelers, right, as underdogs? Yeah, I was kind of surprised to see this one. And, you know, I looked into it and I thought, well, are, are the Steelers, you know, technically eliminated? Are they resting their starters? No, that's not the case. And these teams play in a lot of very, very tight games. So margins of victory of five or fewer in six of the last 10 games between these teams. And Baltimore, who's lost five straight games, by the way, um, they only have four wins of six or more this season. The last one was six games ago. So that's a team, you know, people kind of been letting them off the hook about how bad their defense has been. I actually like the over in this game quite a bit. But, yeah, Steelers absolutely think that they can keep this one tight, plus five and a half. I think that's a pretty good bargain. Joe, what's your feeling on the Sunday night game, the uh, the NFL's playoff game to start it off to end the week, right? It's basically a win and in. Uh, I know there could be a scenario where the Colts lose, these two teams just take knees and they tie and they, they won't go to the playoffs. That's not going to happen. They'll try. Where do, you, where do you sign on this game? The Chargers are three-point road favorites in Las Vegas. Yeah, both teams quite up and down and kind of hard to put your finger on at, uh, you know, any any point of the season here. And I think a lot of people are probably leaning towards uh, the charges in this situation. I'm not one of those people, though. I'll take the home team getting the points. Uh, you know, the Chargers absolutely have the edge offensively, but I'd make a case for the Raiders having a bigger edge defensively in this game. So, you know, I like what we've seen from the Raiders in the past couple of weeks. Meanwhile, you know, the Chargers, some weeks they just flat out do not show up. What happened a couple of weeks ago in Houston against the, the Texans practice squad, for God's sakes, right? So, yeah, I'll lean towards the uh, the Raiders here and go against the public, but it, it should be a great game. I'm looking forward to that one. Is Week 18 um, the least amount of sides and totals that you'll be betting because of all the variables we've been discussing? There are a few games that are meaningless others with a team eliminated on one side but fighting for a division or a playoff spot on the other and uh props wise uh, what we hear a lot about in the in the betting community are hey contracts you can hit a bonus if this guy yeah. gets 52 receiving yards um and, and 
are, are you taking breaking records like Cooper Cup? That could happen. Uh, mm-hmm. T.J. Watt, if he gets a sack and a half, he could break Strahan's all-time record. Are you looking more at props this week, or just kind of leaving that alone? No, you know, it, it's not really a sexy week by any means whatsoever, right? Like, like, like I said, there's a lot of guessing involved. Who's going to be motivated? What starters are going to be playing? Is Aaron Rodgers going to be playing into the third quarter against the Lions? Things of that nature. So. You know, it's not a sexy answer, but it will be a week for me just to kind of lower my stake a little bit. But I do have one weirdo bet that uh, Joe O, you might be particularly interested in. I like the Bears to go over their team total of 20 and a half points in Minnesota against the Vikings. So the offense hasn't looked too bad here over the past month or so. They've So it's at 20 and a half. They topped that number in four of their last five games. Of course, the game they didn't was against this same Vikings team. Um, <laughs> but they should have done much better in that game against the Vikings. As you recall, they only scored nine points, but they went just one and five in the red zone, two for five on fourth down. So they were set up to score. They just couldn't capitalize. And this Vikings defense, they've been getting a bit of a pass all season about how bad they've been. This is one of the worst defenses in the NFL, especially lately. They've allowed 28 or more points six times in their last seven games, guys. So, um, you know, this is kind of a a last chance for uh, Nagy maybe to audition for his next job, I guess. And Fields is going to be in there at quarterback. So I absolutely like the Bears to go over 20 and a half points. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I like that one. When you look at the AFC big picture, which team do you think or do you trust the most or is the most dangerous in your opinion? You know what? I I hate to say it, guys, but and a lot of people are down about the number one seed in the AFC, the, the Tennessee Titans, right? Like if you dig into the stats, you're like, there's no way this team should be the number one seed in the conference. But they're getting a pretty important player back in their lineup, aren't they? Derrick Henry. And it kind of reminds me of what happened with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last season. They got healthy at the right time. They got healthy going into the playoffs. And, of course, we all know what happened. And Tennessee, you know, they have some very impressive wins this season. They just figure out a way to win these games, right? Statistically, it doesn't always add up. But having home field advantage is going to be pretty big for them. And, you know, they have the, they're the number one seed, but they have the, the – third best odds to come out on top now i don't want to see that i don't like them i don't think that they're that fun of a team but um a a fun team though that can break a big play at any point of course the cincinnati Bengals at plus 950 and you have to take them serious they're coming off a win versus the team favored to win the conference right so you really do have to take them serious i think their defense is a bit suspect but they do have some pretty impressive wins season so i would love to see a weird year guys i don't want to go through this tom brady storyline uh everyone waxing poetic about him i do not want to do that another year give me the Bengals and cardinals that's not my prediction that's what i would like to see though just something fun to mix it up a little bit yeah well that'd be fun that would be interesting too uh number one overall pick quarterbacks the last couple years that would be interesting Uh, how about the cardinals it's weird every year they fall apart at the end but then they bounced Mm. back last week 
Joe, they're, um, they still have a chance to win the division. Rams would have to lose. They'd have to win. Most likely, they'll be locked into a wild card. Do you think they could turn it back on? They, I mean, they were the best team in the league, or one of them, right, the first eight, nine weeks of the season. Since then, very choppy. It sounds like you're not done with the Cardinals yet. No, I'm not. I mean, we're all prisoners of the moment in the NFL. It's a week-to-week league, and we all react to these negative results a bit too harshly. You look at every team, all the top contenders, aside from the Packers, and many of the teams have hit skids at different points of the season. Of course, uh, everyone was happy to throw the Kansas City Chiefs and their defense under the bus earlier in the season. They rebounded big time. We saw Tampa Bay lose two straight, including a game versus Washington, the Buffalo Bills lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars, guys. They also had a very bad loss to the Indianapolis Colts. So a lot of, and the Rams as well, they've got some really ugly losses. So we've seen a lot of these top contenders hit skids and bounce back. And I do think Arizona, you know, I'm not ready to sell on them just yet. I could see them make a little bit of noise here. And uh, Kyler Murray, when he's on top of his game, uh, he's very difficult to stop. So we'll see what happens with them and, and their roster, if they can get healthier going into the playoffs. But, yeah, I'm not ready to sell on Arizona just yet. Man, I don't, I don't know if the NFL world is ready for a Zach Taylor, Cliff Kingsbury Super Bowl. But, <laughs> the, but it would be a lot of fun with those two young quarterbacks and those offenses for sure. I, I did want to squeeze in an NBA conversation. Mm-hmm. It's a, a topic that came up earlier on the show. Uh, Joe G bet John Morant before the season started to win the MVP at around 50. And even though he's been on this tear, he obviously missed, uh, was it, about 12 games with them. And the number, the best number that we could find right now is about 55. It's funny, the other day, I saw one sports book that had him all the way down to 20 to 1 and the fifth favorite after his big game, which was quite the overreaction. And this really goes for any player. Do you think in this COVID era that an award like the MVP, you could miss a dozen games early, but because every team is dealing with this, we've seen multiple teams shut down for a week, not play for a long period of time. Uh, Do you think missing a dozen games that that you could still win some of these high-profile awards? Yeah, I mean, I do, in, in this year in particular, like you look at the guy who's second on the odds board, uh, Kevin Durant. He's missed a big chunk of games. He's going to miss more games, too, down the stretch just because of rest, probably. Let's, you know, fingers crossed that he doesn't get injured. But absolutely, I don't think that's something that you can hold against him. If you get into the 20-game uh, range of missed games, you know, that's a bit of an issue, I would say. But, yeah, 12 games, yeah, you can't hold that against the guy. You know, a, a lot of guys are missing games due to uh, things that aren't their problem. If he's taking 12 games off due to rest, yes, I will hold that against him. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of that load management BS. But, uh, yeah, definitely in, in this year, it is a different year, so you can't really hold that against them. Sticking with the NBA, tonight's card, there are four games. Is there anything you like, side total props? Uh, I, I'm going to tell you guys – Really quick, I'm staying away from props for today, at least. I had I do a little video every day for Odd Shark. I had three different player props yesterday. I went 0-3 on them. One of them I lost in a blowout. Uh, Bay on the Pistons played about 14 fewer minutes than he usually does. Oh. Bradley Beal, I had him going over 28 and a half points, guys. He had 27 points, but he fouls out with nine minutes left in the game. Oh. And then I had a, a Kyle Lowry prop, and he gets ejected. No. So what the hell was that? Like, that is a recipe for a very bad – that's like the worst night of NBA player prop betting. So none of that for me. But uh, I like the under in this Pistons-Grizzlies game. It's at uh, 218, 
And each of the teams here over the past uh, couple of weeks here, some pretty bad shooting from each of them. Each does have some defensive bright spots. And the, the Pistons offense, I think this is too high of a total for a team that has such a low floor offensively. They scored 100 or fewer points 15 times already this season. And uh, second game of a back-to-back for them. Uh, in this spot this season, they are 4-1 and one to the under, 29th overall in points per game. So I'll take the under 218 in that matchup. Yeah, I like that. 15 Love times it. under 100 in the modern NBA. That's, that's hard to do. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. They're really yeah, bad. <laughs> teams get to 100 by accident. Joe, we always appreciate hopping on, and we'll catch up soon. Joe Osborne of Odd Shark on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BeckQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BeckQL. Coming up on their side, it is time for Lightning Bets. Our plays for tonight, Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksford, it's BeckQL Daily. Presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.